Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. But there are also, I would argue, in our nation today, at large, more instances where we're actually incentivizing a lack of repentance, incentivizing a lack of work, incentivizing a lack of integrity. And we wonder why things are falling apart. It's because we've opted for empathy instead of sympathy. We seek to be empathetic high priest rather than sympathetic high priest. Notice, Jesus, it says he's able to sympathize in our text, right? Because he too was tempted by sin. But what, 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 is, what does the whole of Hebrews say? We've already do, covered texts like this. He was, he was tempted by sin, but without sin. He too was tempted just like us, but without sin. Meaning that the sin in this, in this scenario would be the quicksand. So Jesus is tempted by sin, but he doesn't get in the pit. He doesn't get in the quicksand. He never sinned himself. And, and we are, the picture that is painted is that that's the only reason why he was able to actually save. So he's the only high priest who could actually mediate and actually provide final atonement for our sins and save us, provide for us not what we want, but what we need. Jesus is the only high priest who could actually offer a solution and salvation and give us what we need because, because he sympathized and did not empathize. He was tempted by sin, but he didn't get in the quicksand. He never engaged in sin. So it is the impeccability, would be the theological term, of Christ that allows him to be able to save. And, and we, again, we live with this mindset where we actually think that the only way we can offer any compassion towards someone else is to join them in that suffering or to have the same experience in our past of that suffering. Jesus proves, and our text today, speaking of Jesus as our high priest, proves that that is a false assertion. Sharing failure, the same failure with someone else, is not a prerequisite for being able to love them. I'll say that again. That's what our culture thinks. But sharing failure with someone else is not a prerequisite for loving them. Again, to use a political example, that's what you constantly see people doing, right? They're, 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 rather than standing on the authority, the credibility of God's word and transcendent universal principles, they, they work to personal experience, Right? So, oh, man, I, I get inflation is hard. And, you know, I remember when I was a truck driver. Right? I'll, I'll let you guess who said that. I remember when I was a truck driver. You know, and, and, they're, and they're completely lying and making things up that aren't actually true. It's like, well, you never were a truck driver. But, but there's, this, there's this temptation to lie and, and pretend as though you have had negative experiences in order to have common ground, even if you haven't. And the beauty of Scripture, the beauty of Christ, is he shows us an example that I don't have to uh, pretend as though I'm oppressed or pr pretend as though I have the same struggle. I can, I, can, 
identify with someone, love someone while, while, while remaining righteous. And that's actually what they need because, because the righteous position is the position that actually can lend help, that can lend a solution. So all these priests of old, as you read our text, right, for every high priest chosen from among men is appointed to act on behalf of men in relation to God, to offer gifts and sacrifices for sins. He can deal gently, look at this, he can deal gently with the ignorant and wayward since he himself is beset with weakness. So, so immediately as, as we read the text, we're confronted with, I, I think, at least tempted with a desire to say, man, I kind of I wish we had a human priest. Is, was Jesus really an upgrade? Is, is that an improvement? To go from the Levitical priesthood and the order of Aaron to the divine priesthood of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, in the order of Melchizedek. Is that better? Because, because the human priests in the order of Aaron, they were kind of nice because they, they were gentle. And they were gentle because they were, they were broken. They were sinners just like us. See, a lot of times, like even when we're looking for accountability, right? So think of Christian discipleship. I'm looking to confess my sins to another brother in Christ or sister in Christ for accountability. Who, who do we sometimes even subconsciously seek out? We, we're trying to seek out someone who's going to deal lightly with our sin uh, because they themselves struggle in that same sin. Right? We don't want to necessarily find someone who's conquered that sin, has victory over that sin, and, and is righteous, modeling righteousness in that sin, even though they would probably be more helpful. They would probably be a better solution and provide better accountability. But, but we constantly are living with, with kind of between a rock and a hard place, between what we need and what we want. And what we want is gentleness. But what we need is righteousness. What we want is, is mercy towards our sin, but what we need is freedom from our sin. And here's the beauty of the gospel. Jesus Christ provides both. Thanks so much for listening, but real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.